He looks like he is really struggling. What should I do? Get it together, John. There's only 30 seconds left. Oh, that doesn't look like it helped. That usually works for me. How did he miss that? It looks like he just froze. We talked about different types of communication in episode 13 and focused a little bit more on the verbal components, such as tone of voice, and the nonverbal components, such as eye contact, body movements, and gestures. Last episode, we discussed types of communication in partner sports. Today, we are going to discuss communicating with your teammate or teammates at critical moments during a match or set or game. These tools can be used in any team sport. There's a lot of information for coaches about how to effectively communicate with their team. I'll be doing a bonus episode later in the month with additional information specifically for coaches. However, this episode will focus on how teammates can communicate effectively at critical points during competition. Think for a moment about how you feel when the game is close. Do you feel stressed? Pressure? Stress and pressure can make it difficult for you to process information. Focus? Make smart decisions? and even just play in general. In an ideal world, stress can be managed and close games are just that, close games. But in reality, for many athletes, close games lead to stress, which leads to feelings of being overwhelmed and confused as to the right course of action. This sometimes causes athletes to shut down completely. See episode eight for more information on handling pressure, anxiety, and stress. Do any of these sound like something that you do? Think about how you respond in critical moments in a game. Take a moment to pause this, open up your notes app, or grab a pen and paper and answer the following questions. During critical situations, what do you think about? Where is your focus? What do you pay attention to well? And what do you have a hard time paying attention to? What type of information do you want from your teammates? How is the best way for them to give you information? Now that you have answered these questions, think about it from your teammates' perspective. Do they respond to situations the same way you do? Do they have the same focus that you do? How do they process information? How do they like to receive information? Do you know the answers to these questions? For many of us, the answer to that last question is no. Unless you've been playing with your teammates for a very long time or have asked them these questions before, you may not know what your teammate wants or needs. The best way to be an effective communicator in critical situations with your teammates is to be an effective communicator in non-critical situations. It is more difficult to figure out the best course of action or find answers to the best way to communicate with a teammate at critical moments in competition. It is much more effective to find out this information in advance. Now that you have this information, what are you going to do with it? There are a lot of different theories in the research related to effective types of communication strategies and coping skills in stressful situations. Communicating in critical situations can be broken down in a variety of responses and preferences. Today, we are going to look at two types, problem-focused communicating and relationship-focused communicating, and some tools that you can use to communicate effectively with your teammates. The first type we are going to look at is problem-focused communicating. Problem-focused communication consists of information that you can give to your teammates to help them focus on the task at hand. For athletes that are analytic, this is going to tend to be their preferred type of communication. This communication includes things such as sharing strategy information, refocusing your teammate on the game plan, and analyzing the game plan to see if it needs to be changed. 
It can also be as simple as going back to the fundamentals and simplifying the game plan to help you and your teammates to optimize performance. The second type we are going to look at is relationship-focused communicating. Relationship-focused communication consists of using words and actions to help to manage relationships between you and your teammates, as well as to help regulate emotions. Examples of this kind of communication include motivational support, such as providing encouragement to a teammate that needs it, and physical support, such as coming together on the mound or in between points in a match. Remember, it is important to know your preferred communication style as well as that of your teammates. You and your teammates may have different styles, and it is critical to know when to give more to your teammates, such as when they are not doing well or have lost confidence, and when you need more from your teammates. Communication before these critical moments is the most important thing to do so that you and your teammates can be effective communicators during the critical moments. To review, the focus four for communication with your teammates at critical points in competition. Number one, take some time and figure out what your preferred communication style is and how you want to be communicated with at critical points in the game. Number two, talk to your teammates before the critical parts of the game to help determine their preferred style and how they want to be communicated with when the game is on the line. Number three, Problem-focused communication consists of information that you can give to your teammates to help them focus on the task at hand. Number four, relationship-focused communication consists of using words and actions to help to manage relationships between you and your teammates, as well as to help regulate emotions. How is your communication style with your teammates? What could you do to improve your communication with teammates during critical times in the game? For assistance with practice or additional tools to help you become a more effective communicator, contact me at battleconsulting.com. If you or your coaches or organization are interested in hosting a workshop or a virtual seminar on this or any other sports psychology or performance optimizing topic, please email me at laura at battleconsulting.com. That's L-A-U-R-A at R-A-T-T-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. Next week, we will take a look at how to communicate with your coach when you think he or she is wrong. And remember, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. George Bernard Shaw. 